Welcome to the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast series, where entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes talk about their journey, from starting and all the shit they had to go through to get where they are today. Please spread the love. Write us a review. We want to help as many entrepreneurs and people as we can with advice from industry experts. Now, here's your host, president and founder of Adapting Social, John A. Vaguero. My guy. Hey, what's up, John? How are you doing, brother? Where are you right now? I'm doing great. I'm actually um, home right now, or actually where my family lives, out in East Germany. Let's so go. Let's go. Yeah. I love that. Tuning yes. in from fucking Germany right now. Yeah, that, that's why I said it's like really good to do the call right now because I just came from Dubai and I'm going to go to Dubai two days again for some business meetings. Boom. It's like always super hectic. I mean, Dubai is amazing, mm-hmm. but you also ha- have a lot to do, you know, always when you're out there. So when I'm going to be there, I won't have that much time. But right now is a really perfect time. So nice to be on here. I'm super happy. I love it, man. I love it. So. So let's let's dive right in, man. You know what? The biggest the biggest thing that I that I love and the reason why. So my team, they they reached out and and they saw what you're doing online. They see what you're about. And one thing that I absolutely fucking love. You and I have a very similar story, uh, believe it or not. And the thing that I love about you is when I was reading about you and I was reading about your your you know essentially your bio, right? You yeah. you you exactly phrase in your bio. Um, that you have, you're an average guy with an above average mindset and our, and our, and our, and our podcast is above average driven millennials. Right. So, so that right there, I was like, dude, this guy's the fucking fit for us. We got to get this motherfucker on right now. Let's go. Um, but listen, Richard, so, so obviously, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a speaker, you're a consultant, you're an investor, um, and you're 24 or 25. 24, turned 24 last year. 24, let's go. And yes. for the people out there who don't know who you are, give us that Give us that quick synopsis. Well, basically, at the end of the day, I'm not different than anybody else. I'm just a human being who's born in Germany, but I don't really identify myself with where I come from or where my family comes from. Because at the end of the day, we're all the same and really thinking about diving deeper into life and trying to find out what we're actually doing here. I realized I'm not just flesh and bones, but I'm literally the, the soul and the spirit inside. So I'm, I'm, right. I'm, not a, yeah, I'm not a human being, which I thought in the beginning, having a spiritual experience when you start to dive into spirituality, learning about all the big world religions who all have some truth and some deception in my opinion because it's all man-made and that's what we do but i realized we're actually spiritual beings who came here to have a human experience and what i did very early on in my life was i i wasn't really happy with where my life was heading coming from a very small town with like three, four thousand people in like the poor part of Germany. Everybody thinks, oh, Germany is one of the strongest uh, economies in the world. But also here, people don't have it easy. You know, it's just right. different levels with different devils. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and what, what I did was I tried to break free from the system, not because I want to oppose everything that's around me, but because I wanted to have a different life and a different lifestyle for myself, right. for my family that I have right now, and for my family that I'm going to build in the future. So working a job, being stuck in an office, I realized, yo, that's not what I want to do for the next 40, 50 years of my life, maybe 
I don't know, waking up early in the morning, kissing your wife, if, you, if you're lucky enough to have a <laughs> wife, then drinking some coffee, being stuck in, in traffic, then going to work, working eight, nine hours a day, going back home, being stuck in traffic again, drinking a beer because, you know, you survived the day, so you need to drink <laughs> something or, or do whatever people do in this day and age, you know, then um, watching like a blockbuster movie on television at 8.15. That's how it is for most people here in Germany. And then going to bed, kissing your wife again and doing the same cycle five days a week, you know, almost 300 days in a year for the next 40, 50 years. And then once you retire, you have the time, but you don't really have that much money because people are stuck working 40 years, at least 40 hours a week. And then once they retire, they, they survive on only 40% or even less than they had when they were actually working. And even that wasn't enough. Then they take one trip to Europe or to the States, take a picture of the Liberty statue, and then they <laughs> for the rest of their life. So I just decided to go a different way, becoming a digital entrepreneur because times are changing, you know, cars are changing, clothes are changing. This phone that, that we have here, that we can like do so much stuff currently. Actually, that, that thing has more technology than the first um, like space ships that they were building back like 40, 50 years ago. So it's just crazy realizing how technology, music, culture, and society is changing. Also, the way we make money changes. So I wouldn't define myself over what I'm doing. You know, I don't really like when people ask you, like, hey, are you married? What career have you? How much money are you making? Do you have a house? Like, people act like it's a, it's a shopping list that you have to check off. But at the end of the day, everybody should just become the best version of themselves and not be stuck in the system and stuck in the environment and live their dreams, which everybody can do once they unlock those superpowers that we all have, but most don't know about it. That was fucking fire, dude. That's exactly, see, this is exactly why we wanted you on, bro. Because literally, so everything you're saying right there is, is like, dude, people, people that are in their like fucking 70s don't think that way. Most of the world, most of the world, who have lived a full, yes. their whole lives and don't think the way that you think right now. So my question, so, so for anybody that's listening in right now, the, the major thing that, that Richard is bringing to the table right here, which is fucking massive, dude, that was so awesome. And there's so much value in the content he's saying. To, the problem in the day and age we live in is that so many people see too many different quotes and things become like almost like... Uh, too generic on Instagram because they're watching all these people say shit, but you're out here actually doing it. And what you just said right there, like can completely change somebody's mind and their whole life because your whole life plays up in here, right? It's what you think. It's your perception. And so what you just said right there, dude, was amazing. And that's exactly why we wanted you on. Anybody who is listening, take your fucking notebook out and write down what that motherfucker just said right there. That was fucking fire, man. And so... Talk to us, talk to us about like what made you, what, what like got you so driven to think this way? Because the way that you're thinking right now is beyond above average, right? So like it's easy, it's easy to say, you know what, I'm going to change the way I think about life. And, you know, obviously coming from, you know, a family that had debt and being in a village and things like that, like what made you actually put the boot behind your fucking ass and get going? Like what made you actually not just talk about it? but be about it and execute on what you're talking about. 
Like, because for for some people, that's the hardest part, just starting. Yeah, well, it's it's actually very simple, and most people know this. It's really simple. It's easy steps to do to become successful and to become the top of the crop in whatever industry you're in or where you want to be in. But it's not easy to do. So simple and easy, two different things. It's it's very simple to eat right, to go to the gym and have a nice body. Right. But it's not easy to do it because most people have a problem with consistency. And we're all very comfortable, you know, especially also people here in Germany. We get very comfortable. People in the United States get very comfortable. Why? Fuck yeah. Because, I mean, we already have basically everything mm-hmm. that we need. And nobody needs to be on the streets. Nobody needs to be homeless. There's always jobs. And even here in Europe, we have a big social system right. where people who don't work actually get more benefits than people who have no paying jobs. Oh, dude, it's that's, a, that's, yeah. that's pretty it's, identical here. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a really big problem because like a lot of people think, okay, should I become a barber and cut hair for like 1200 <laughs> where I pay taxes and need to pay this and this extra? Or I just don't have a job and get 800 to 900 and my apartment paid for, you know. So it's a, it's a really, it's a good system. It's a good supporting system, but it's also a bad system. It's like in a zoo, you know, they say don't, don't, don't feed the animals, you know, because they <laughs> already feed them. But imagine a lion who grew up in a zoo and you would put him out into like uh, the jungle or like the Sahara somewhere in Africa where, where they naturally come from. They would completely die like in the first week or two because they're not used to hunting and that's what's happening with people they're not Mm -hmm. used to hunting i was not used to hunting i was a follower not a leader but the first step to improve your life is to reflect on where you are and realize that you are always holding like the it, it was your own destiny and it was destined to be because of your feelings your thoughts your words and your actions. So right. once you realize that you have the power to create your own reality in your own universe, that's the first step. And I can tell you one very simple story, for, especially for the people who've never heard about this. You probably heard it before, but that's that's like that's why it's this question that you just asked: why I decided to do all these things. Right. It's actually a, 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 a no-brainer. You know, it's right. like I'm not I'm not even doing it. Sometimes I feel like it's destined to be. I can't even hide from doing it because mm. look, look at this. There's there's a story about uh, this guy and the guy. He's like super addicted to alcohol. You know, he's been in and out of jail. He's beating up his wife, his two sons, and literally like one of the worst fathers that you can imagine. You know. Um, and then his sons grow up without really having a father, just like knowing this guy who's like in jail and he's out for like six, six months, then he's back in jail. They don't even have a relationship with him, but they know about him because he beat up the mom, he beat up the kids. So they have a really, a really bad situation with their father, bad, bad trauma. You know, both of those sons, they grow up and one, one, one of the sons, you know, let's let's call him Jim. You know, Jim becomes addicted to drugs. Like the first time he goes to to jail, he's like 16, and he goes there for like a couple of days. He he basically resembles and does the same things as his dad. You know, he also gets gets a wife, but she's also kind of you know addicted to him, and he's addicted to her. It's like a love hate relationship. He also beats her up sometimes because he's used to that. You know, that's what he's seen all his life. 
And then, like, he also has kids, he beats up his kids, and he's also in and out of jail, basically following the legacy of his dad. And the other son, you know, he completely, he becomes spiritual, he's super healthy, goes to the gym, takes care of his body, you know, takes no drugs, takes alcohol, like, twice or three times a year. You know, he loves his wife. He has a really loving relationship, you know. Like, they're both, he's providing and she's loving, and they're the perfect combination of masculine and feminine energy. He has a beautiful family, you know, his kids play soccer on the weekends and go to school and get the best grades and go to college in the future. And he's a super successful businessman, basically from the outside looking in, having everything you desire in your life as a human being, as a man. Mm-hmm. You know, both, 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 both sons get interviewed when they're like 35 years old and they ask like, hey, how come you're in this situation and you build this life that you have right now? You know, and the son, who's also following the legacy of his dad, being addicted to drugs, beating up his family, you know, he's like, hey, I don't really have a choice, you know, look, look at my dad. Mm. And the other son, who's a successful businessman, being healthy and having a loving relationship with his family, he's also asked the same question. He's like, well, look at my dad. How could I not become the exact opposite? Right. You know, that's the decision we all have to do on a daily basis on a weekly basis, on a yearly basis, once you learn how to reflect. You know, everyone around me, they have their life. You know, the people that I grew up with, my friends from back then, high school teachers, you know, people that went to college, their college teachers, which I never met because I dropped out of high school and never went to college. You know, my mom, my family, their friends, the people that I met, my Mm -hmm. basketball trainers back in the day, they all have a certain type of life, which is great. But at the end of the day, if they really would be honest and real with themselves, and it's the only person where it's really important that you're always 100% honest, because most people try to lie to themselves and act like they're happy when they're not. Right. You know, 99% of the people, they don't have the life that they desire. Even if they're successful in business, their relationships and their health suffers. And I was also in a situation where I first focused a lot on business and my health wasn't the best. Right. But it's always once you once you put yourself in a situation following your dreams, following your passions, becoming financially free to the point where you decide how to invest your time, which is the most valuable item, the most valuable good that we have on this planet. Once you can decide how to manage your time the right way. Right. If just like your health part, your your relationships part, your wealth part, your your spiritual and happiness part, you know, mm-hmm. all those different pillars, you can adjust and move your time to make those parts happy. So at the end of the day, for me, that question was never there. You know, I was in situations myself where where I thought, okay, is this the right thing to do? But if you're not happy, you know, you just retrace back. And then you go in a different direction. That's that's the choice that we have every single day. And that's the blessing that we have as human beings. You know, we have imagination and we have vision. And there are also senses like, like, like talking, like seeing, like feeling, all those other things like intuition, will, memory, love. They're also senses. But most people don't know, so they never really activate those parts. Um, in, in, in their powers, you know, you can call them superpowers because they're actually doing things which most humans can't do, but they could. You know, feeling other people's emotions and actually helping other people, what some people call empath, you know, like we all can do this. Right. You know? We all can do this, but most people don't have the time and the freedom to free up their mind to actually tap into those superpowers. So for me, always seeking truth 
and like improving, growing, and just balancing out all four pillars of life has always been something like, what else should I do? You know, I've, I've played video games in my teens. I went to like so many parties, I can't even count them. You know, I have, <laughs> I've drank so much alcohol in my life already. It's enough for a whole lifetime. You know, some people never drink. And right. it's like really good that they do because it's not the best thing for your body. You know, so what else should I do? Should I play video games for like 20 years of my life? No. You know, it's like there's certain times to do certain things and mm -hmm. you can still love playing video games. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you want to make yourself proud. You want to make your family proud. You want to leave a legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about like how many people follow you on Instagram or how many people buy your book or how many people join your business. At the end of the day, it's how many people you truly impacted, how many people will cry when you die, you know, how many people will be there to support your family, your legacy and your vision even after you're gone. And you can't really calculate that. And I've always been driven right. by creating something bigger than myself and being part of something bigger than myself. Because at the end of the day, the impact that you can leave on human beings, the gratefulness that they give back to you and the emotions, I believe that's what it's all about. You know, we all dream about helping people, building charities and leaving an impact, but we don't do anything to get it. And at some point, right. I just realized I need to go there and I need to sacrifice who I am right now and what I'm doing right now to become the person and achieve the life that I dreamed about. And everybody should do that. If you're not happy, change something, you know, that's what, that's what all the big spiritual people say, be the change you want to see in this world. Right. So for me, it's been a no brainer because what else should I do with all the time that I have? Right. I realized how to build a profitable online business in two years, mm -hmm. going from like zero and being $6,000 in debt to building a seven figure business which paid me like a yearly profit of over six figures and personal profits that I kept. Right. And it was more than enough to survive here in Germany, in the United States, and mm -hmm. also in all other parts of the world where you can live even on cheaper budget. So after that, I decided to not waste my time, but find other ways to impact people and have an even better life, take care of my family and build the future life that I always dreamed about. Right. Dude. The, like anybody who's listening again, rewind and fucking play this shit in slow mo because Richard is going in right now. You're going in right now. You're you're holding nothing back, and and this is exactly what people need to hear. But the one thing, and I want your opinion on this. The one thing that I realized. So, just so you know, Richard, and anybody listening for the first time. Um, so just to give you a little bit about my story, just so we can pop out some similarities and dive in on that. But so. I, I'm the president and founder of Adapting Social. So I started this company when I was 17 years old in my parents' basement. So I didn't go to college either. Same concept. I was 17. You know, my family was broke, no money. I was at the time working, doing, you know, obviously little stupid jobs and going to little different places and trying to make a couple bucks so I could have my parents pay their mortgage. And so for me growing up, like my, my thought process, similar to that example you gave with that guy who had the father who had the issues and this and that. You know, I had a father who had issues. I had family who had no money. When I was in school from, you know, younger than elementary to uh, high school, right, I literally was in all the classified classes. So meaning like there's always like the teacher that would help me in there and it would be easier than most courses because they, they, they always told me if there was something wrong. I had a learning disability. So before I launched Adapting Social, 
I had I had no money, I had no resources, I had nobody to tell me, oh hey, you know, if you if you fail, you know, here's what you have to do or here's what you can do. The only thing that I knew is that fucking Tony Robbins had books and I was obsessed with him. And I was obsessed with his mindset, his thought process, how he did shit. And so from that age on, I was I was feeling this right here. I had no money, but I was rich. And so the biggest thing that I did was exactly what you're saying. I knew that if I wanted to do this and I wanted to live a life of mediocrity where I had to just settle and I had to just, you know, take what my life was given, like my father, you know, my, my, not my, really my mother, but my father to this day still. But even when I got my first car, my first car ever was an Acura CL, a 1997 Acura CL. And my dad told me that, you know, I wanted, I wanted to get a BMW. My dad was like, no, 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 no. People like us don't get cars like that. We have to get cars that we can afford and that we don't have to worry about and we don't have to pay off and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and so back then I could have thought like, shit, this is my destiny. Like, this is what I have to live with. So when I turned 17 and I got that car, I said, fuck that. I don't want to do that. I want to do something completely different. And so yeah. fast forward over the past decade, because now I'm 27, um, over the past decade I've been doing this, you know, I drive a G-Wagon. I have a Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon. You know, I have, a, I, have a, I have a company that's in five countries around the world. I own five companies. You know, there's, there's so many different things, but it's exactly what you're saying is I never looked at that situation once and said to myself, well, here's my fucking destiny. I completely said to myself, well, you know what? If this is what, if this is what the example is that was set for me, now I know what not to do, right? Now I know how to go in the other direction. But... Yeah. For anybody listening in, too, the one thing that I want to also make extremely clear, because a lot of times when people have struggles with family and hardships growing up, they blame. And they look at, like, for instance, like my father, we, I had some tough times with my dad, you know, for, for a lot of things. But if he was always around and the and, and fucking best father in the world, I would not be the person I am. So as, as mad and angry as I was with him when I was a kid and when I was growing up and for, for a long time... If I'm going to be angry at what, what he did to me, I have to be thankful for what he did for me. Because if he didn't do that, I wouldn't be as hungry as I am today. If I wasn't in those hungry, crazy situations, I wouldn't be who I am today. And so anybody that's listening in, you know, the biggest thing is don't look at your situation and say, why me? What the fuck? Why does this shit always happen to me? Because that mindset is, 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 is that's a poor mindset. It's what it's, it's, it's happening for me. Okay. And it's if, if you have that mindset and you're thinking positively like that, you're unbreakable because no matter what happens to you, you, you're looking at it like, what can I learn from this and not just take away? And so awesome example, Richard. And, and one thing I want to dive into is so talk, so talk to us about what it was like to first start making that money, right? So when you, when you had no money and $5,000 in debt, right, talk to me about what it was like starting to make the money. And what and and did something change in you? Did, did any part of you change? Maybe for the good, maybe for the bad, maybe for like holy shit. Like what changed when you started to make some money? Well, so basically, my 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 biggest problem in the beginning when I decided to go from working a job to build like a part time business with my eyes set on having a full time business and being financially free. You know, you have to decide what it means for you to have money or to make money. Right. You know, when I when I grew up, you know, most people around my area they make about like a thousand to fifteen hundred US dollars a month. Right. Which wow. barely gets you to survive. Wow. Yes. 
the the thing is the system here in Germany works like that. After you go to school, you can go to a job development. So not in the US where you get a full-time job right away, but you actually go into school and working in like the same week. So you have like three days of work and two days of school basically. Right. Or like switch, switching around. So it's like a mix of college and working a job at the same day. And um, it's 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 pretty much like slavery. Right. You're making like 300 <clears throat> to 700 US dollars a month. <coughs> That's crazy. But, yeah, but you're almost working full time and you go to school to learn the job better. So <laughs> what the fuck? It's, yeah, it's a it's a crazy system. Um, so I, I was in one of those jobs working in an office. I was making like 800, 700, 800 dollar before taxes a month. And I realized, okay, if I keep doing on what I'm doing right now, I might be making like two to three grand a month in my job. If I look at what like the most successful people that I know do, like having a small business with like five to 15 employees, I could be making like four, five, six thousand a month, right. which is pretty good. That was like pretty good money for me at that time. Oh, and absolutely. I, and I realized yeah. building, building my business my my digital business if i get to like five thousand a month and i don't need to be working that business every single day so it's residual income right. then i'm free and i can do whatever i want right. so once i hit once i hit that goal like at first in my business the first eight months i basically made no money um i was just learning i was investing myself my time my efforts doing sacrifices right and fuck, fuck money in the beginning what i said fuck money in the beginning yeah, yeah. I, I just needed, I, I still had my job and I couldn't invest full-time effort. So I was only getting part-time results, obviously, and bad part-time results. But then once I really went full-time and the, the thing is what most people don't do, they don't know they're going to become successful. I knew that I'm going to be successful when I was making $20 a week in my business. Right. But I knew now I, I, I got to a point mentally and from my mindset where I know I'm going to get it and it's just about putting in the time, getting the experience in, and then I will get the results. So it was a simple thought process in my mind because most people, they talk about faith and they talk about belief, but it's more about knowing. If you know you're going to get it, it, there's no, okay, that situation is bad. I think I should give up now. Or this happened in my business. It's a sign from the universe that it's not the right business. No, I was at that point where I knew, even though I'm not successful right now, just investing the time will get me the results. So then I, six months later, I quit my job. I would have gotten a position where I was making 2,800 a month mm -hmm. on just spending the hours, you know, cause I was in a time-based business or right. job, not in a performance-based job, which is in my opinion, much more, much more effective. Cause what I did in eight hours work, you could do in two hours, but you right. need to spend eight hours. So you're on your phone <clears> of <throat> the time. That goes, that goes for, for most people. Also many people that I work with who are still part-time, you know, they're on their phone. You can text them at any time, even if they're at their job. <laughs> so I went full time. When my business that I was building at that time, I was making like 500 to 1,000 a month in residual income. Right. I quit that business. I started a new business, launched a new project. And at that time, 
I had like no money really saved up. All the money that I had, I invested into my new business. I quit my job and I was basically back at zero, but full time because I knew now I had some results. I had the skill sets. I had some experience. Now it's about putting in the hours and putting in the work and being on my grind 16 hours, 18 hours a day. Right. So in my first month of that business, I made like five grand. So I was like, okay, works out perfect. But it was, okay. Not, okay. It was not residually, you know, I was like doing affiliate marketing. Right, I, was right. getting in, I was getting in sales online and like offline. So that was working, but I couldn't align myself with the vision of like the companies that I was partnered up with. So I was like, okay, I'm making good money. I can make more money. But if the vision is not aligned, I was like 22 at that time, I think 21, 22, I think I just turned 22. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, I can't do this long term. So I went back to zero, quit that business. I did like three, four months of analyzing various online businesses. I piled up extra costs because once you're a business owner, you need to pay private health insurance here in Germany. Right, right. You get, you, 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 you get, I got like way more speeding tickets. I had more meetings, you know, I had more, more money spent on, on like, uh, on my car, you know, more gas. So I was basically going from zero. I made good money in my first month, but then everything was like going down the drain. And that's how I actually got in debt because I, I wanted to follow my vision and that was more important than any financial problems, you know, Amen. You, Amen. You can, you can get back up at any time. So then I took a step back. I realized my vision and my purpose is much more important than just making money and being successful. What other people see as successful four or five months later, right. I launched a business like a, 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 a education platform with like teaching people how to trade, teaching people how to leverage their money, basically teaching people how to make money from anywhere in the world. After three months, I was back at five, six, 7,000 a month in residual income. And I did for like 18 months, nothing but investing back into my business, you know, because money doesn't change you. Money just like shows your character much it, more. It amplifies you. Empowers. Yes, it empowers your character. And that was my biggest fear. That's why at the beginning, it took a while for me to get to a high point. And then once I got there, I said no to it right away because I was scared to make money, to be honest. You know, I, I right. thought if I make more money, I become a worse person because money is the root of all evil. And once I lost that mindset, once I lost that programming, I was able to shoot to new highs, stay at that income and stay the same person. I still invested all my hours that I have, had left in the day into my business, all my money traveling all over Europe in my car, you know, building up groups of people, learning how to trade, becoming better as a person, becoming uh, in, getting into a better financial situation. And then once I made the big bucks, you know, like making multiple six figures a year, almost close to six figures a month, you know, obviously my life lifestyle changed. I also invested more money into things which are more considered lifestyle than maybe, you know, investments and like really good assets. But I also realized we only live once and you should get anything that you want as, as, as long as you can afford it. Obviously, you shouldn't go into debt to get designer clothes. But if you act and like feel into the universe and you're like, okay, I attract abundance and I can afford that because money is coming in and it also is going out, you know, like the universal sign, you know, like the eight, the unlimited sign. Yes. You know, the infinity flowing. If you're hoarding money, you know, you're like, okay, I made six figures last month. 
now let me keep that money, you know, like Smeagol uh, in like the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, <laughs> my, my money, my treasure, you know, right. then you're, you're also sending out vibes to the universe like, hey, I'm scared to lose my money. But if you're making money, you're spending money, you keep the economy flowing and you know you're going to attract more abundance in the future. Mm-hmm. And it just goes like that and it keeps growing as long as you stay the same person. It's important to be patient on the come up. But it's also the same way. It's also important to keep your attitude and keep what makes you the person that you are once you made it. What are some investments that, that you made that you would give advice to people out here listening right now who are only making... In America, let's just say the average person is making like, you know, uh, 2500 to, to 3000 a month, right? Let's just say the average person making around that somewhere. Um, yes. What would you oh, say? Wait, wait a second. Someone yeah. rang the door. I'm going to be back in one minute. No problem. No problem. <laughs> but so what, what we're asking right now is we're, we're going over what is it that you give advice to people out there who are just investing. Because so now what Richard did was when he first started, he had to get everything rocking and rolling, obviously. And he started with investing, right? So that's, that's pretty intense. So he's about to give us some knowledge on what it is that he would advise you who, whether you're making a lot of money, whether you're just starting your business, whether you're you know employed and want to eventually get self-employed. These are all things, obviously, that are, you know, that are hard in the beginning, but they, they want to hang off in the long term. Um, but it's never easy, obviously, right? And that's the thing that too many people do not understand. It's not just about, hey, I want to do this, or I don't want to do that because it's super uncomfortable, right? You have to crush that comfort zone out of your fucking way because too many people live within the confinement of their comfort zone, and it holds them back so much in life. And so you need to get the fuck out of your way and not be stuck in your comfort zone. Um, but Richard, so so if you can tell us real quick what what were what what are some investments that you would advise somebody to make, right? Um, yeah. That you've made um, if somebody's making an average an average wage or an average income. Yes. So basically, I mean, I'm not. An investment advisor to right. say that in in the beginning, obviously. Right. I love it. Dis- been, disclaimer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I believe investing is something you should do. You should do right now. Right. The, the the least or the at least first investment you should do is into yourself and into um, self education. Right. You know, J- Jim Rohn, one of the biggest business philosophers in the United States and also all around the world. You know, people here in Europe know him and love him. Tony Robbins, um, that's his, that's his uh, mentor. Yes, yeah, j- j- that's why I always go to the source. You know, I try to <laughs> Absolutely. find my favorite mentor's mentor because if he learned from him, I'm going to study from the master himself and yep. then study the student because then you just get an overall. You know, everything's connected to each other. I love to learn from Leonardo da Vinci, for example, too, because he knew things. 99.9999999999% of the people on this planet right now, billions of people don't know. And he had that knowledge before the internet, before books, you know, before it was mainstream to, to get knowledge. But what Jim Rohn said is really simple. You know, former education will make you living, self-education will make you a fortune. And the fortune is mostly in the mindset. Once you get your mind to a high energy, you're going to attract the right people. Right. Then you just need a product or a service to share with them to also 
help them make money, but also make money for yourself by attracting those people. You're going to attract the right business opportunities. You're going to attract the right investment opportunities. At first, the most important thing for people to realize is having the right mindset for also financial investments, not personal right. education investments into yourself, but financial investments. Most people think you have to be rich to start investing, but actually you have to start investing to become rich. Ooh. And that's what, yeah, that's, what most, that's what most people don't realize. <laughs> that was fire. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's simple. You know, that's also what I said in the beginning. It's simple to access that knowledge. It's simple to, to say those words or read those words, but it's not easy to actually follow through and execute. But you can do it. You know, all of us can do it. I didn't have the best background. Yes. Right. Ladies, I was gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here has a, a he has a. It doesn't matter how much he has in his bank account. He has a Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos mindset. That right there goes so much fucking farther, man. Keep going. I just wanted to to let that out because too many people exactly think the way that you just said right there, where it's like I can't afford to invest. Yeah. But they can't afford not to invest, actually. Right. You know, everyone that I'm working with and we're like teaching them how, how, how to make money trading Forex or cryptocurrencies, for example. You know, when people say they, they, they can't access the platform because they don't have like 150 or $200 to start trading or to access the education. I'm like the very reason why you can't is the reason why you should, you know? Exactly. And it's very simple. When people say they don't have the time to learn how to invest and to invest, um, well, what, what do you don't have the time for? You don't have the time for collecting the profits? You don't have any more room in your bank account? No, they're saying they don't have time to learn the <laughs> skill set, which, which right. makes them more money. But actually, the very reason they don't have the time is the reason why they should learn how to invest, because that's... That's the Champions League. That's that's like the Super Bowl of four the four ways how to make money from rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Yes. Employees, yes. self-employed business owners and investors. There's only one percent of the people in this nation where I'm right now in the nation where you are right now all right. around the world. Probably right. less than one percent who are pure investors. But those people they figure it out, you know. Most people chase money. But they attract money and then they use their money to make more money. So mm -hmm. finding the right investments at the end of the day is not the question or like the answer that I want to give to people. But finding a reason why to invest is the right reason because everything else you're going to attract. I could tell you invest into cryptocurrencies and then the market goes down, you sell and you realize losses. Right. I could tell you invest into cryptocurrencies, you get in right now. The prices of Bitcoin double in the next 90 days, but you don't sell and then the market goes down again and you don't realize your profits. Right. So at the end of the day, the most important thing is understanding investing in general, because there are some people that I know they bought Bitcoin for less than a thousand dollars and sold it for twenty thousand dollars at wow. the all time high. Wow. And there's other people who bought at $16,000 and they still have not sold their Bitcoin, so they're in minus, right. but they haven't realized the losses. You know, as long as you keep the Bitcoin and wait until it bounces back and goes up over 16,000, you never realize any losses. And that's one of the basic rules of being a good investor. You know, if, you're, if your stock or your house, your real estate or your Bitcoin or your gold goes 
below the price that you bought it for, it's not a loss right now, only if you sell it. Right. But once it goes back up, you might, you might even have the chance to go back out with zero or even like go back into a profit. The most important thing is your account and your wealth needs to be so big that you can afford to hold a losing trade position or if it's not a, you know, if, let's say I buy like three Bitcoin for 50,000. So the price is at 16,000 something. And I have those Bitcoin, uh, I have this money now tied in Bitcoin and the value goes from 50,000 down to 25,000 because right. it dropped 50%. If I can afford to keep those 25,000 tied up and I don't need that money to pay for my bills, it can stay there. And the markets will go up. The markets always recover. Right. One of my mentors, he's like a nine-figure trader and business owner, um, also leading a company which makes like close to a quarter billion a year. And he told me, look at the NASDAQ when we had like the dot-com bubble and then we had the dot-com crash and then we had the dot-com boom long-term, you know. If you look at the stock price of the NASDAQ, it rose super high, dropped down super hard, recovered over a couple of weeks. Now it went back up much bigger than the all-time high from the early uh, 21st century, the early 2000s. Right. So what does that teach you about Bitcoin? You know, it's not safe that it's going to do the same thing, but the price was very low. It stayed at that low rate. It shot up super quick, super fast. A lot of investors, big hype, and the cryptocurrency crash, and now it goes a little sideways. And most experts say it goes up again. And if it goes up above the all-time high and you buy right now, you're going to make a 1,000% return on investment in the next two to three years. So that's what I did. For example, I'm not giving any advice, but what I did myself in the last, in the last like six weeks, I bought Bitcoin worth about like 120 to 130,000 US dollars. But the most important thing is if that money goes from six figures to zero, which I don't believe will happen, but worst case scenario, I don't lose Right. money I can afford to lose. And that's the most important thing. So first, invest into yourself and your self-education. Get the right mindset and realize you need to start investing to become wealthy and you don't need to be wealthy to start investing because all wealthy people, besides like people like Bill Gates, for example, who made a lot of money in a traditional business, right. but who's going to make like billions of dollars in a traditional business? Most right. people don't. You know, look at Kobe Bryant, for example. It took him 20 years of playing basketball to make about $200 million uh, in salary. And it took him just six years and a $6 million investment to make $200 million in the investing world. And he's not a professional investor. You know, it's learning how to use and build networks. It's learning how to, to get the right information. And it's about investing money that you can afford to lose. And mm-hmm. then you're going to attract the right business opportunities. Some people will preach about real estate investing. It's a great opportunity. But look at the markets. The markets shot up in the like early 2000s. Then they crashed big time and now they shot up again. So right. what's going to ha- happen next? The crash and then it's the time to buy. But most people don't want you to know about mm-hmm. that. You know, people, you know, who are really great in what they do. For example, Grand Cardone, they want you to buy houses right now because they make money from selling houses now at an all-time high. Right. That's what the banks did last year with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. They told everyone it's a scam. They told everyone it's a snowball pyramid system, whatever. 
don't even realize how it can be a snowball and a pyramid system at the same time because in Egypt it doesn't really snow so you have to decide <laughs> if it's a snowball or a pyramid system make up your mind whatever. <laughs> yeah I, I was very skeptical about cryptocurrencies myself and I'm willing right. to admit that anytime and everywhere I go during every speech but I realized I did a mistake because I should have invested at least a thousand dollars when it was at two hundred dollars because I could have made six figures with almost no effort but now I realize it's my time to recover and like basically make up the mistake that I did in the past. But realizing all those, all those things will build you the right mindset. But that's what most people need to realize because that's you, you need to look at what the media tells you, especially when it comes to investing and do the opposite. They said Bitcoin is a scam when Bitcoin was below a thousand, below two thousand, below right. three thousand, even around that time, September of not last year, but basically last year, about 18, 17 months ago, they said Bitcoin is a scam. But at the same time, those same CEOs of banks were buying Bitcoin with their funds and with their banks worth billions of dollars. And they basically manipulated the market up. Then the market shot up. Then regular investors got in. Average people got in. People sold their cars, their houses and everything. And then at the end of the year, you know what the banks did? They do what every bank does. And that's what I told you in the beginning of this question. You can buy Bitcoin for 2000 and it can go up to 20,000. It's a thousand percent return on investment. Right. But only if you sell, you're going to realize the profits. And only if you say you realize the losses, if you have any losses. So what all banks did, what most private investors didn't do because they don't understand the investing world. The regular investors, they kept their Bitcoin because now it's at 20,000, it will go to 200,000, being completely blinded by their own greed and by the misconception of the media because now everybody was like, yeah, Bitcoin goes to a million and everybody can become rich by just getting a small piece. Right. The banks sold their massive amounts, billions of worth of Bitcoins, realized their profits, they have a nice... They have a nice blank sheet going into 2018. They realized all their profits for 2017 and everybody has lost their money. Right. And everybody who got in after a certain point lost so much. Why? Because they sold Bitcoin because now they thought, okay, it goes down. Now I need to realize my losses before I lose more. And basically the money, instead of bringing it from the rich people to the poor people, what Bitcoin was supposed to do in the beginning, they did the same thing again, taking from the poor and giving it back to the banks. Yeah. So that's the most important thing. I can tell you to invest into Bitcoin right now, and maybe you mm -hmm. buy Bitcoin right now, and then when it's doubled the price, you don't realize your profits. I can afford to stay in this game long term, and that's what I did right from the beginning. I only invested into things that I understand, and I only invested into things where I had a mentor that can teach me about it. That's why I'm so much about like Forex trading, cryptocurrency trading, right. because there you can get in with small money and have high risk investments, obviously, but you can also have a high reward. You know, right. I've, I've taught so many people through various academies and educations to take a couple hundred to a couple thousand US dollars, you know, and change their financial destiny in a really big, major way. But if you're working a job, it can be also smart if you find the right investment opportunities to buy a house. If the loan and the monthly payment of that loan that you get from the bank is lower, 
than the rent that you can charge from 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 people living in your house or in your apartment that you buy. That's a good investment, you know. Absolutely. If you make more residual income, then you pay to pay off, and then after 10, 15, 20 years, that house or apartment is paid off, and you have an asset which produces cash flow, and you can sell it anytime, and you can live there yourself, and then you can build up your portfolio. Some of my friends and some of my students. You know, they, they are working a job, making 2000 a month. They buy new properties every every couple of months because the more properties they have, the more leverage they have with their bank. Right. They can use the properties that they have as backup and security, plus they are good and consistent paying job. And they become a millionaire investing a, a real estate millionaire in five years or less than five years. There's people... Who, who become millionaires by trading Forex from, from like what we teach people. So at the end of the day, there's a lot of things. <clears throat> First, self-education and then having the right mindset to become an investor and then just starting and failing forward and only investing money that you can afford to lose uh-huh. and only investing money and going into the same mindset that you already lost the money. You have to lose emotional attachment to success, right. to money, because money is just paper created and everybody that you know or most people that we know they're chasing after money like a rabbit chases a carrot but you can't really you know it's like chasing a rabbit yourself the moment you go down to catch the rabbit it's already gone because it's quicker so you need to attract money and then money will come to you so it's not just using the law of attraction sitting at home and thinking about money, you know, that's not what's, what's going to help you. You have to have the right mindset. You have to lose emotional attachment to the outcome. And then you need to bring yourself in a situation and in a position on a daily basis to become successful. That's it. So my, my air horn is going to run out of fucking pressure. <laughs> Dude, so again, th- there's so much value in this podcast, man, Richard. Thank you for everything you keep saying, dude, because... This is just such a wealth of knowledge for people. And I know I'm, I'm without a question, undoubtedly uh, confident that somebody, if not over 10 people, will, will be impacted by all these things that you're talking about right now. So, so thank you. And, and so we're running out of time here, and I have two things I want to talk to you about still. One is travel, right? So a lot of the people who are already successful entrepreneurs, I'll even group myself into this, right? You, might, you, you probably could give me a lesson on this, right? And, and I'm always open, right? Um, I'm egoless and I'm always trying to learn. Always, in all, at all points, because you can learn something from everybody. Um, but in the past decade, right, that I was building my business to get to where we are today, to have an office in, on Wall Street in New York, in Soho, New York, and then a huge place in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and clients in five countries. My thought process, and actually I love doing this, but I never unplug, right? So in the span of a decade, I've... I went away on unplugged kind of twice, and that was for my my uh, my wedding and my honeymoon. Though in the, in, the, in the span of a decade, that is the only fucking time that I unplugged. So I want you to to fucking like blow my mind right now, but also the people listening in who think the same way that I think like grind, grind, grind. Because one thing I will say real quick too before you go in is, so my example was. My wife, who I love to death, was like, hey, when we go away, you have to make sure that like you unplug a little bit so that we can just enjoy each other's company. There's nothing on your mind. You're just with me, right? And 
I was a guest. I'm going to do that. And I have a, I have a big team. I don't have a small team. I have a huge team. And so I have systems in place. Everything's good. Everything's running. So I don't have to be focused on everything, but I just like to be in the game. I don't like to be on the sidelines. And so I went away. I, I promised myself, like for the first, I'm like, I'm, this is going to be the first time I'm unplugged. Two days in, she's in the shower. I'm like, real quick while she was not looking. And I'm checking, and but my head's always plugged in. So, so for me and for anybody else out there, because watching your content, and your content is fucking fire, dude. Congrats on like all the stuff you Thanks, do bro. video content-wise. The shit that you say is fucking real, man. It's not just bullshit, and that's what I love about you and respect about you and your soul and your spirit. It's like you're, you, live in, you live in authenticity. You know, you're out there. You're getting in front of it. Like, dude, when I'm watching your videos, they're so fucking trendy. That I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, this guy's got like Steven Spielberg behind the camera. Like this dude's fucking getting after it. So like, but so, but the point is I see you traveling a lot. I see you in deserts. I see you on mountaintops. I see you in different countries. So talk to me and please talk to people out there who think the same way that I think and throw some knowledge on us. Okay, easy. So thanks also for, for telling your story. I think that's really also important for the business owners who are, who are, like we've all grown up in a in a world right now where it's all about the grind. It's all about the hustle. You see, if you follow Gary Vaynerchuk and even if you don't follow him, you know, every day he brings out a video about his grind, right. which is great. You know, because some people are so lazy, they needed to hear that first question that you asked, like, how did you even get to that point that you started doing so much? Because right. obviously, you know, that was a no-brainer and everybody should think like that. And I think a lot of people need that motivation by someone like Gary, which right. I admire for his hustle for sure. Right. But that's not the way of life I want to promote. And that's not the way of the world that I want to bring. And that's not the way I want to change society. That's not the change that I want to see in this world because there's enough people hustling already. Right. But also, you know, <clears throat> it's like it's just like motivating the same people to hustle more but the lazy people will stay lazy anyways because it needs to come from within people need right. to inspire to do more and not motivated to do more so perception creates reality for you you say you would unplug if you travel for me it's actually i plug in to the world when i travel because my biggest passion has always been traveling the world with friends and meeting friends. I'm usually, like maybe there's a, a few exceptions, but most of the time I go to a country where I have business partners and friends. Right. So I'm not just a tourist staying in a hotel, doing like the same sightseeing like everybody else. I go and experience culture. I know locals. I see the world through their eyes, you know, and that's, that's what you need to realize. Like discovery is not about seeing new countries. But discovery is seeing the world with a different or an advanced, enhanced pair of eyes and a different vision with different views. Right. So that, that's why it was important for me to build a digital business, which I can build from everywhere in the world. Wherever but for you, go, you right. for you, for example, you know, if you take more vacations with your wife, unplugging for her and unplugging a little bit for yourself, but also staying in a workflow, just working less hours, but taking more vacations and inspiring the people that you work with and giving them opportunities to also have a, the same lifestyle like you. For me, I'm not really the CEO 
and like having people on my payroll all around 24 7 so for me it's different for right. me it's all digitalized right but i can teach people to get to the same level where i am because i teach them how to build various businesses i coach them i mentor them i consult them you know i can teach them how to become better at video production we can do projects together they can benefit i can teach people how to invest the right way they're right. paying share for that you know, I can uh, support different companies and have different partnerships. And I inspire people to do the same thing. And if you can travel, for example, I'm bringing my travels to your screen and you can have the same kind of experience. That's the type of movies that I'm producing and that I want to keep producing in the future. Right. It's bringing my world into your perception. So it might change your perception of the world, which will bring my life into your life and you're traveling more. Because at the end of the day, every new language that you learn is a couple million extra on your life's account right. that you're going to make. It's not like money that you get immediately, but it's credits that build up and you need to access those credits and you need to get them by finding businesses or by doing things which were actually where you need those languages. But just seeing how people live in different areas and different cultures and different countries or continents it just humbles yourself so much, obviously realizing we're both grown up in a very, a very rich and successful country. Right. So for mm -hmm. us being poor is different than for people in Dubai, for example, being poor. You see the rich, elite and wealthy people out there, but you don't see people. You know, the average income in Dubai is over 2000 US dollars a month. Right. But the average worker makes $200 a month sleeping in wow. housing with like six people and maybe six beds maybe some people need to sleep on the ground they barely have enough food to survive and you see the high life and you live the high life and then you see the people driving you in an uber and in taxi and you know that they are basically treated like shit. so right that humbles you and that also helps you to understand the world better and see the world with different views because you can change people's destiny you know, everybody has to work and fight through their own, like, devils, basically their own levels, and to get to the next level themselves and to become more wealthy and more happy and more spiritual. Right. But you get a better understanding and you can shift your paradigm by helping those people, and that's a really big and nice impact, in my opinion. That's fucking fire, man. And, and one, thing, one thing that I want to I wanna ask you real quick is now with with the so anytime we have a guest on richard what i like to do when we're ending off is i like to ask them what is a life quote that you stick by oh seems like we might have lost richard hmm. Okay, Richard might be down right now. So while we're getting him back up, I was just about to ask him what his freaking life quote is. Like I always like to ask at the end. But before we get him back on, one thing I just want to say real quick, people, is that <clears throat> you really need to focus in and replay this and take notes because the shit that he's saying is real deal. Um, this is not just, you know, mumbo jumbo bullshit. Like the shit he's saying is real deal shit. Um, you know, a guy like this, you know, similar to myself and similar to other younger millennial hustlers out there, he's getting the fuck after it. 
Um, you know, and he's and he's putting so much time and effort into his mindset that there's something to there's something to 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 be learned from this, right? That's 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 the biggest thing. There's something to be learned from this. Um, so so that being said, uh, we're just waiting. I think maybe his his uh thing might have died. Hey Richard, I, you might be on mute, brother. I don't know if you uh because we cannot hear you. So while we're getting him back on, there so far have been amazing advice on what you should do financially, what you should, my man, you back? Yes, bro. You hear me? Yes. I hear you perfectly now. So okay, let me, let I was, see, yes. I was just getting, I was just setting the stage for you. So real quick, um, I was just recapping all the great points that you brought up, but so to end off for us, I always like to put our team, our, our, uh, you know, our guests you know, on, on a little spot real quick. Talk okay. to me about what your life quote is and what you stick by when shit's tough and, and times are hard. Or talk to me about a life quote that, really, that you really fuck with. Okay, so one thing that came to my mind, so I usually love to, to learn from quotes, which basically compresses information and knowledge into like a small sentence mm -hmm. from very smart people. So I, I love quotes and I repost a lot of quotes also on my Instagram because whatever helps me might also help other people. But for that, I, I would like to use an own quote okay. uh, that I, I had come up in my mind. I don't know if somebody might have said something like that before, but I just I couldn't find anything on the Internet. So I branded it with with my name and coming from me. And it's something that I realized about like 15 months ago when when I I, I left behind a super high multiple six figure income, seven figure, almost eight figure business to restart back at zero and basically restarting my entire life. And that quote came to my mind because that's the decision that I made going from like being on the mountaintop for what I perceived as the mountaintop when I was that age, going back to zero to go up again. And that quote was the way how you become successful is just as important as how successful you become. Mm. And that's that's for me like one of the most powerful things and also realizing mm. success in many different areas. You know, you can look at businesses, you know, decide what your true intention is and decide what impact you want to leave with people. In this day and age, a billionaire is not someone who has a billion dollars in his bank account, but someone who impacts a billion people. Right. You can impact a billion people positive or negative. You know, there's many people out there in this world who start a business and it's super unconscious mm -hmm. for nature, for the environment. You know, all those, you know, I want to bring people's attention to like this plastic island between California and Hawaii. Right. You know, there's this guy who was like 14, 15 years old from the Netherlands and he created a company to to basically find a way to to take that trash and all that waste away and take it out of the ocean right you know that's someone he's a more than a billionaire for me in my eyes than most of the other billionaires that you know even though they also try to do some good it's impact. yes it's, it's all about impact and i i can honestly tell you guys like i i went from like about 
15 to 25,000 in residual monthly income back to zero with the right intention to help more people and help people more effectively and then went to a seven-figure income in a matter of six months. So basically, I, I, I tripled my personal profit and my personal income by actually taking a step back and like leaving so much money on the table, which I could have kept, but I didn't thought it was the right intention. And I didn't believe that that was my destiny and my future. So really decide on what your big vision, your big why, and your big purpose is, and you can find it. It doesn't need to be so big. It's usually very small, hidden inside of you. And the more you dig deep and the more questions you ask, and the more you ask why, why do you want that car? Why do you want that money? Why do you want that million? Why do you want that wife? Why, why, why? And you go deeper and deeper and deeper. You'd find your true essence and your true core, which then, like a GPS, like a navigation system, leads you to your destiny and what your heart desires the most. And that's what people need to follow. Don't follow the money. Don't follow the fame. Don't follow the lifestyle. Don't follow the women. Don't follow the guys. You know, follow what's inside of you, and you're going to be blessed and happy for the rest of your life. Boom. Damn. He's full of it, man. He's full of it. So literally at the at the end of the day, you know, everything everything that Richard said again, I was just saying this when you got disconnected. Fucking go back, rewind this, play this again, and get your notebook if you don't have it right now. If you're driving in a car, if you're sitting at work, if you're at the gym, replay this because the content that this 24-year-old fucking savage, impactful, empathetic, caring, hardworking, hustling soul that's in Germany right now connecting with us, like, you got to listen to what this guy is saying because it's, it's all stuff that applies and I've done in my life that has gotten me to where I am, right? So it's just a matter of doing and stop and stop procrastinating and stop saying that you can't and making excuses. But so one thing that, you know, since we're near, near the end of our time here, you know, one, one quote that I did that I, that I came up with and, and I, that I actually found. So when I first started the business when I was 17, I'm online, and again, I'm reading Tony Robbins' book, so I'm like, all right, I want to find a quote that when I'm having shitty times or great times, you know, or when I'm just starting something universally, I can use this quote. And it, like you said, insane knowledge, short, like short sentence, right? So I'm Googling and Googling and Googling and Googling. And finally, I come up with this one, and I see it, and it just fucking pulverizes me. So I print it out. I put it next to my, my bedroom, my parents' house. And then I put it in my little basement office in my parents' basement next to the laundry room. And so when I'm working all day, I'm looking at it. And when I wake up, I see it first thing. And the quote is, live a few years of your life like most people won't so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. And when you're starting anything, right? So my first year in business, man, I got rejected every fucking door I went to almost when I first started. I went door knocking to every business in Brick Township, New Jersey. I went to every door. Got doors slammed in my face. Got people yelling at me, telling me, no, you know, don't don't come here. Stop soliciting. There's no solicitation on the door. You know, I would call people that hang up on me, like in the hundreds. But the biggest thing is for me, my first year in business, I made $4,000. And the one thing that I love that Steve Jobs always says is, you know, when he was young and he started and, uh, you know, he said the one thing that really stuck with him forever when, you know, when he started was, he was hungry and he was foolish. So he was so hungry that he was going to keep going, but he was foolish enough not to say, well, you know, this is a flop. This is never going to happen. He kept going. And so for me, that $4,000 a year, 
if I went to college and and I got all these you know courses and this and that and I got all this education, I would look at this model and I would said, "Fuck this, this is shit." And then all the employees that I have, all the clients in five countries that I have, they wouldn't they wouldn't be my client. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. And the biggest thing is I apply that to everything. So if I so in my business when I if if, if we're going through a fire or you know if if I, one of the new businesses that I'm starting is tough in the beginning. I expect that. I want that because that, at the end of the day, is what needs to happen in order to propel you forward. And nothing in life, again, the world owes nobody anything. It's all about understanding that you have to struggle first to emerge. And so at the end of the day, what you're saying, what I'm saying here, it's about just, it's, it's about creating a life for yourself. And one thing to end off on, just like you know too, is for myself, you know, I battled anxiety my entire life. And I had anxiety disorder, which means that like, you know, it's the fear of having anxiety attacks or panic attacks. And so you fear going to those places, right? So as a child, you know, I had that going into high school. I had that. I literally, no joke, Richard, just, just got complete control of it. I would say over the past like four years when I finally like completely, because in business, as I've been hustling and doing my thing and, and, and impacting business owners and helping them triple what they're doing. For me, I've always battled anxiety. And most people never knew about me, but it was an internal thing. And so I, I learned how powerful my mind was when it wasn't working toward, like for me. It was working against me, right? And when, yeah. it, when I, the thoughts that I had were so powerful that I would believe these unrealistic thoughts in these anxiety, panic-ridden moments, right? So that right there completely changed my mindset forever because I realized, wow, if I think something stupid is going to happen to me or if I think like that and, and it's changing my body, it's changing my state, it's changing my, my psychology, my physiology, if I think positive as fuck and I'm always fueling and I'm trying to help people and help them grow, what's that going to do for me? What's that going to do for other people? So that's been a big thing for me in terms of changing my mindset completely. Um, and everything you're saying essentially comes around the psychology and getting your ass up and doing something about it and not just sitting there and being like, why me? Because most of the world, their mindset, again, I had a conversation with somebody the other day. It was a business owner just that was just starting and they were like, oh, I don't have, you know, I don't have the money, you know, and nobody's giving me a chance. You know, I, don't, I just don't think it's a good fit. And I'm like, okay, well, that, that's, that's your, you know, your decision, your destiny is in your decision, right? So if you're going to say right now that you're going to quit, then you're never going to get to that place you wanted to get. But if you keep going... You're making the decision to continue your debt, to continue this and to fight, you're going to make it and you're going to keep going somewhere. But too many people don't realize that you have to struggle first in order to get to where you want to fucking be. So for me, that's my fucking life quote that I, that I really fuck with hardcore. Um, and, uh, and I'm just super, super, bro, appreciative of your time today, man. I truly believe that, you know, time is the one value and it's the one asset that we don't get back, right? More than money, yeah. more than anything else. So you spending it with us today, Richard, you know, means the world to me, brother. So thank you so much for your time. Yes, you're welcome. Also appreciate you for, for having me on. It's always great to have the opportunity to just share what, what you learned and your experience. Because if it only impacts one person, it's already a game winner, you know. 100%, man. And listen, when the fuck will you be in New York again? Because we got to get together. Yes, so New York... I'm going to be in Vegas for early March okay. and maybe going go to Miami before that end of February. Okay. Um, maybe on the way back, I can come to New York 
but you I gotta hit really it and like come it. and come chill and collaborate. Yeah, maybe maybe we need to postpone that to like summertime because I, I don't really like cold weather. So <laughs> I, I know New York is basically like like Germany from from the from the weather, and March is also gonna be pretty cold still. Freezing. Um, yeah. But we're definitely gonna make it happen. If not, come out to Dubai, my man. <laughs> Dude, I will. No, no question. So either way, I wanna have whether when you come to the city, I wanna I wanna have you, you know, come chill, come collaborate, come make some moves here, and then also wherever wherever you're at, you let me know, man. I'll come out there, I'll fly out there, and we'll make some fucking moves though. But either way, you know, um, just I appreciate who you are and thank you for who you are and what you're doing, man. Because to not enough people out there, there's a lot of bullshit online, right? And in a world that we have, we are drowning information. Okay, we're starving for wisdom. And what you're saying right now, the, the the content that you're putting out there right now at the age of 24 is fucking fire, dude. I can't even imagine in five years when we when we're, when we're talking and catching up again, you're gonna be like fucking in like your mindset's gonna be in like 30, 50, right? Like it's gonna be insane. So you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate you know what what you're doing, what your mission is, um, and uh, and everybody listening in. Please tell them where they can find you, um, and, and and you know, and plug plug what you got going on. Yes, yeah, so so basically, um, my my business card is Instagram. I realized like not following the old mode, but creating and surviving in this new world. Instagram, uh, it's just my name, Richard, and then B U E T T N E R. Most of the times, if you type in Richard B, I come right below Richard Branson. You know, <laughs> very, very 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 good company. I also have a YouTube channel that just, you know, we just started it because we created videos and we uploaded them on Facebook and on Instagram, but also YouTube is a bigger platform. So it's really good to also drive traffic over there. Um, and yeah, whatever you need, just hit me up on Instagram. That's the easiest way you, you can follow my journey there. Um, and from there we can find different ways also to collaborate with people are wanting to to learn how to build a profitable online business you know i have a group of about four thousand people learning with me and from me and we're always happy to have like new people that we can accelerate and help get to that next level because i realized one thing to end this off you know I, I was naive enough when i was younger to believe that i can change the world as i got older i realized i won't be able to change the world myself so instead of changing the life of millions of people, I realized I just need to impact big, bigly in a really big way, the life of like a thousand or a couple of thousand people who also impact a thousand or a couple of thousand people and together we can impact millions of people. So that's the mission. That's the goal for the next like two to three years. We're actually working. Let's go. Yes, working on the book with Jack Canfield right now. So that's going to release at the end of this year or next year. And just like a lot of things that are going to come in the future, I'm one of those guys who doesn't like over-promising and under-delivering, but just know we're going to impact a lot of people's lives, inspire, have a good life, and also build something that will last forever, like schools and like just systems to support the people who don't really have any support on this planet, which is my life's mission, you know, use the first 30 to 40 years of your life to get all the knowledge, wealth, and wisdom that you can get to then in the second part of your life, the next 30, 40, 50 years, to give it all away for free and to build supporting systems for people so we can all elevate and all ascend as a society and as humanity. That's the big goal. That's the dream. So let's get it, and I'm ready for the next years.
Let's grow it. Let's let's grow it together, man. And together we'll do it. Obviously, nothing is impossible. And the way I like to end off, Richard. So most people they live their life on autopilot. So when you see them out, it's like, oh, how are you? Like if you see somebody from like high school or somebody that you used to know, whatever, or even if you see somebody you know that you like and you genuinely like. Most of the time, it's always an autopilot where it's like, oh, have a good day. We get in our cars. We go to work. Like you said, you know, you come home, you kiss your wife, you do that stuff. But I like to disrupt the mind, right? So when I see people or if I'm leaving people or anytime, if I'm in an email with people, I always like to end off with not, all right, have a great day. See you later, blah, 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 blah. But you know, it's create a great day, okay? Because you are in charge of that. You can create an amazing day for yourself. You can prep your mind and prime in the morning and understand when shit happens, you're going to be good. Or you can let the day run you. So either way, everybody listening in, create an amazing, not only just an amazing day, fuck that, create an amazing life. Play back this shit. Go follow my man Richard. And thank you so much again, brother, for, for listening in. We absolutely have to collaborate. Um, and, uh, you know, I, again, I'm just super appreciative of your time and what you're doing. And I look forward to making moves with you, brother. Yes. Thank you so much. Also, thanks for your wisdom. I also learned a lot on this call. And really appreciate you and for, for all the things you do for the people listening in and tuning in. So love the quote. Let's create an amazing life and make the world a better place. My man, let's go. Richard, man, let's do it.